Welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. I'm your host, Alexandra Goleman, and today with me on the podcast is my dear friend, Haley Glenn. Welcome to the podcast, Haley. Thank you so much, Alexandra. So excited to be officially on air. (laughs) I'm so happy you're here. Well, everybody, Haley is one of my favorite humans. She is a working woman professional living large in the city of Boston. We have known each other for, oh gosh, six years? Six. Yeah. Six Mm -hmm. years now. And I had the privilege of being Haley's campus minister back when she was just a wide-eyed and bushy-tailed freshman. And now she is just one of my dearest friends. Love her so much and so excited for her to be talking with us today. She just recently got engaged. So she's, you know, Stephen put a ring on it. So we're loving that. Love this for her. So much. So much. And, um, but I'm so excited. Haley is going to be talking about something that is really near and dear to her heart to, with us today. So Haley, I'm going to hand it on over to you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Alexandra. Um, and just so everybody knows, Alexandra is one of my favorite people as well. Uh, and a lot of what I'll be sharing today, I just feel like is stuff that I've learned from her, from sitting in her home, listening to her at her dining room table and um, just soaking in wisdom, soaking in some baking recipes, um, many <laughs> Pinterest fails in, in that kitchen. Um, but crazy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about what it means to be hospitable as a household. Um, and this story starts off, um, earlier this summer, uh, with an old book from my dear friend, Alexandra. She was moving to Charleston, South Carolina and getting rid of some books. And as we all do have like, you know, all of us have like 18 copies of the same, like few books flying around. She was getting rid of them. And I snatched one up um, on the topic of hospitality because I was like, okay, this is a topic that used to really intimidate me. Mm -hmm. I felt super just like, either very consumed by wanting everything to be perfect. And my best friend and roommate of five years used to laugh at me because anytime anyone was coming over, I would like obsessively clean everything. And she'd be like, Haley, they're coming in for a glass of water. Like you, you (laughs) Um, and I, I think I also felt like hospitality was something that, Oh, maybe I'll practice when I'm married, have kids, like people are over a lot, but like, I don't need to do that. Like now. But this book really helped change and challenge that previously held belief. Um, And at the same time that I had started reading this book, I was working through the Proverbs. I found this scripture and kind of use it as a foundation. uh, And I'll just share about kind of what I've learned through through reading um, just wisdom from other women and also just wisdom that comes from the spirit. So it's Proverbs 24. Four, and it's verse three through four. And it says, by wisdom, a house is built and through understanding, it is established through knowledge. Its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasure. So we're building a house. Um, and when we're hospitable as a household, we are doing that brick by brick. Uh, and I love how this scripture shares that first 
a house is built by wisdom. And when I think of wisdom, I think of learning from both the Bible, uh, which has so, so much rich wisdom about being hospitable. Um, there's so many scriptures that just come to my mind, Romans 12, 13, 1 Peter 4, 9. Um, but I also think that wisdom is learned through other people. And over the course of my life, I feel like there have been so many women who have stood up to me in this way. Um, I remember growing up, my mom was always so good whenever I had friends over at like putting together whatever she could find in their kitchen in like a nice ordered platter of snacks or, you know, gathering up dinner and always being willing to host another friend or another, um, just family member, anyone stopping by. I think of honestly, you, Alexandra, like I shared, just growing up in the campus ministry in Boston, sitting around your table so many times, and you always being willing to like share your leftovers with us or bake us a treat as we came over at like 11, 11 p.m. Um, in the evening <laughs> to have due time. Like, hey, that's the best time week. for treats. That's the ideal oh, treat time for sure. That. And Domino's pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, the peak of hospitality. (laughs) Uh, I also think about there was a family that I stayed with when I traveled to Romania a few summers ago. Uh, Their names were Gabby and Robert. And just some of the most hospitable people I could ever remember spending time with. They had three kids. But when I was staying with them, me and my brother were with them for a little bit. before our Hope Youth course started over there. And they just made every effort to make us feel so comfortable. And they lived right in the heart of the city. So their apartment was so sweet and so nice, but also like three kids, like that is not a ton of room you have lying around to host people, but they just made me feel like such a part of their family. I would cook with Gabby in the kitchen, play with their kids in the living room. And it was just such a special, like just so, so special. And thinking about them, has really inspired hospitality in my heart. So that's that whole piece of wisdom. We're building a house. And then I think about that next verse through understanding it's established. And when it comes to understanding others in, in building like a hospitable relationship with your household, I think about my roommates and the ways they have made me feel so understood. And the ways that I've had to consistently work to understand them and build that foundation. Cause you're not going to be able to be hospitable. You're not going to be able to welcome people into your home. If the environment that you're building is not warm, is not safe, is not fun. And if you don't have this foundation of understanding. Um, so some things we've done to just create that is we spend a lot of time together, just, you know, shooting each other texts to take prayer walks. Obviously, the kitchen is a great place to to bond because we all have to cook food. Um, we do a lot of target runs because we're girls and like to buy some like candles. Um, and I just feel like my roommates have really helped cultivate understanding in our household. They've understood me in times where I've really needed it. Um, even last week, I had a tough phone call and I went knocking on my roommate Elizabeth's door and I was just like, "Hey, can we talk for a little while?" Like. I have something on my mind and in my heart. And she just opened her bedroom door and showed me hospitality by letting me sit and talk, talk with me, prayed with me. Um, and I think before we can even invite other people in, we have to have an understanding of one another. And that's only forged through friendship, intentionality over time. Um, and then getting to the last part of this verse, 
through knowledge, uh, the rooms of the house are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. And I think about knowledge being knowing other people and in knowing other people and inviting people into our homes. That's the, like, that's the gem, like that's the treasure. And my household has really, we sat down at the beginning of the, the year when we moved in together and we all shared about how we wanted to be a, the kind of place that invited people in and invited, you know, friends, strangers, family, everyone alike in. And I really, truly feel like in just opening our door, we have been blessed just by immeasurably more. I think about just the conversations we've had with people, the prayer times we've had. Um, our heart, like our hearts are just always full of joy and our home is always full of people. And our fridge is always full of snacks because people just bring, bring food to us. Um, and we, we actually have a section of our pantry dedicated to food people have left and also food for guests that are staying overnight or stopping by for, a, you know, a quick time uh, to spend. And that has been just such a joy uh, to know that, okay, in just opening our doors a little bit, our hearts become so full with with just the knowledge of knowing others and being known by others. So it's been something that, of course, we're still practicing, still working on, um, but that has been a real gift of, of the past few months, all living together, especially coming out of a time of COVID, a time where we were in our homes, but maybe not necessarily opening wide our homes to hospitality. So that's a little bit about what I, what I wanted to share with you all today. Uh. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing, Haley. Um, I think that this idea of hospitality, I'm so glad that this is what you wanted to talk about because I feel like it's not really something that we talk about a lot, to be honest, at least not lately. And so I think that just your heart to go, wow, I think this is something that God wants us to open our doors and to think about our household and um, and I love even just your example um, as a working woman, as a single woman, and really working with your roommates to go, what can we do here? How, how can we open our home to others and really build a home um, that other people want to be a part of? I mean, hey, I want to I want to come hang with you and your roomies for sure. Um, but, you know, as you're talking about this idea of hospitality and opening your home and what have been some of the things that. You feel like it's done even, I don't know. I think for me, hospitality does a lot for my own heart. <laughs> like, I don't know. What have been some of the things that as you've kind of been on this journey of going, hey, let's really focus, be intentional about having people over, you know, being generous with what we've been given, all of that. What have been some of the things that God's kind of taught you during this process? Oh, yeah, so much. I can share a recent example. Um Last week, we had a friend staying with us for a few days while she was in town, and she got here on a Friday, and I'm working from home right now, so it was so great that I got to, like, see her and chat with her, and I had a pretty, I think I had a pretty packed day of just projects, and I had to make some lunch at some point in the day, so I was cooking in the kitchen, and I texted her, and I was like, hey, like, do you need anything to eat? Like, I'm, you know, I'm cooking something right now, and it was one of those texts that I sent. 
And I was like, I'm hoping she says no, because to be honest, it's, it's Friday. I don't have much food left in my fridge. Like <laughs> we're doing groceries. You're, over like, the weekend. you're like, dear Jesus, loaves and fishes, loaves and fishes. <laughs> no, like I was like, I have like some eggs. Like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like be able to offer anything that's like really all that nice. But she texted back and went, oh yeah, that would be great. And I was like, all right, here we go. So I like, I ended up just like throwing together a couple of quick salads. But I think what that in that moment, what that taught me is like, one, it revealed, oh, I'm just a little selfish, like all the time. Like I, all I had to do was make a little, like put a little extra kale in my bowl, chop up a little more chicken. And she, she and I were so happy to like share a meal together but it revealed the like just natural selfishness that lies within my heart. But I think it also pushed me to be generous in my own home, a place that I don't think we often think of as like, oh, this is like where I go to be generous. And again, what I received was we got to sit down and have an awesome lunch together. We talked, caught up about life. It was such a nice break for my work day. That probably wouldn't have happened if I hadn't (laughs) been looking at my fridge and being like, well, I guess I got to share something here. (laughs) Okay. So you just said something that totally resonates with me when you said, you know, sometimes we don't want to be, I think you said something like selfless in our home. And I think for me, I'm in a different life stage with two kids and a husband. And I do feel like people are always asking me for snacks for sure. But Honestly, I can just feel like when it's my time, it's my time. You know, I, I can feel like the world, like I, I want to retreat from the world into my house. And not that I think that's a bad thing. I think that is a good thing. And our homes should be a safe retreating place. But I also think to your point, God has given us our homes so that we can open them too, right? And like allow people to see the gospel in our home and in our lives. And But I think with COVID, it really made me all the more kind of want to go into my shell. And like, now we have like a socially acceptable reason to like distance, (laughs) to like go into our caves. And what do you think are some of the things, I don't know if you've experienced that, but I do feel like it almost has like legitimized some of our, maybe some of our selfish tendencies of like, I don't want to go outside and you know, I'm happy when every plan cancels and, you know, let's just be real about that. So I don't know how, what do you feel like, how are you overcoming some of that COVID sluggishness that maybe we've all gotten used to? Oh, it's so, so real. Like, and as someone who can struggle with anxiety too, I am like the most comfortable place to be is my home. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I think with that though, like, that is actually that realization in itself is a gift because we've spent the past year, like enjoying the comfort of our homes, like Mm -hmm. spending time in our homes, like getting really good at baking bread (laughs) or like trying out new recipes or doing things to beautify our space. So why not use that as an opportunity to invite people in? Like Mm -hmm. why not use that as a time and as a chance to let others into our lives. And again, I just, I so, I feel so strongly that whenever I've done that with people, like the blessings are just tenfold. I had one of my old coworkers and such a good friend of mine over maybe it was a, a month ago or so. And 
she came over we just sat on my porch talking, but she brought this beautiful candle with her and gave it to me as just like a gift. Like I've had people over for, for dinners and they like, we asked them to bring like a side dish and people like just stock our fridge with food, like, but more than, more than the material gifts, like it's just a blessing of being with people and being Mm. in a home that's filled with laughter and memories and fun. And yes, it is a little, like it requires a little bit of planning and a little bit more cleaning, but like, who doesn't love a clean apartment, especially when, when everybody's pitching in and helping out and it again, I'm cozy at home. So why not invite more people into that? Like, I'm so happy to be here. So everybody come on over too. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's such a, it's such an important thing. I think even as we're talking about this, it makes me realize like, oh man, I can be so entitled, right? Like here, God has given me so many blessings. And, you know, I think about the fact that we all have homes and coziness to, to have like, wow. And the fact that I would want to keep that all to myself and not share it with others, you know, not share it with those I'm reaching out to, I'm trying to share my faith with, or just friends that I'm trying to encourage and build up or just the church at large, whatever, just that idea of, wow, we've been given, I think of that verse to whom much has been given much is expected. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so no, I appreciate everything you're saying. Cause I think it's, it's making me think about, wow. Yeah. How am I using these gifts that God has so graciously given to me? Um, Well, this is a little different, but as you think about, you know, I love your example as a single woman. What would some of your advice be to to fellow single sisters out there who may be looking to grow in hospitality um, and thinking about that? Yeah, totally. Um, And again, I'm no expert. Everything that I have shared so far is like, the wisdom that comes from the scripture and also is what I've learned from so many other wonderful, both men and women who have been in my life. But I think just keep it simple. Like, again, you don't have to have like the most Pinterest like looking space. People are so happy to just be offered like something to drink. And I think I've just had to, one, I think in thinking through this with my household, we all have come to the conclusion of like, oh, this is something we want to do together. And like when one guest is over, like it's an opportunity for all of us to meet them and greet them and make them feel welcome. Like you don't have to, it's not a solo sport. It's a team yeah. effort. Like I love that. So think about that. Like I also think again, keeping it simple, keep it simple for yourself. Like mm. we, we stock up on like tea and hot chocolate and extra coffee at the grocery store, just to be able to have that to offer to people when they come over. And that's not something that's super expensive. That's not something that requires a lot of time and effort. I keep a couple recipes like taped to the fridge to just make like a quick batch of cookies. Okay. Someone's you're coming over. Right now. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You tape a batch of cookies recipe. <laughs> you are the cutest. <laughs> I hope that someday I can have them memorized, but I'm not so great at that. So maybe one day. I love it. I love it so much. Oh man, that's great. And I love what you said about things don't have to be perfect. You know, I think um, for me, I have to remind myself of that a lot. Like if you're going to come over to my house, it's probably not going to look perfect. It, but there's going to be a lot of love there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's enough. And I love that. You know, we don't have to have money. We don't have to have perfect cleanliness. Cleanliness. We can just have 
you know, hugs and encouragement. That's great. Yes. Oh man. That's all you need. That's all, all you, you need. need. Oh man. Well, this is great. And I love that we're having this conversation kind of before the holidays to think about that. And so thank you so much for everything that you shared, Haley. And um, this is an awesome conversation. You inspire me so much. I love you. Thank you for inspiring me. Like and I said, so much of, of what I've learned, I've learned from you. So I'm so grateful. That's very nice. I didn't teach you the cookie, though. You learned that all by yourself. <laughs> yeah, the molasses cookies we made that one winter. Okay, but they, everyone... they weren't a winner. <laughs> hey, I liked those. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't you who messed that up. It was, it was just me and Mari. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so glad we had this conversation. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. This was great. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the My Everyday Chaos podcast. Share it with your friends if you want to. Um, But mostly, I hope that you have a wonderful week. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone.